Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. In this podcast today, I'm actually going to be talking about the three P's to becoming a share trader. And I thought I'd simplify it down because over the last few months, I've been chatting to a lot of people that have been telling me they're share traders. And some of them have been saying I've been trading for six months, some have been for two years, and some have up to five years. But when I actually started questioning them about how they trade, what they did, what rules did they use, what strategies did they use, and a whole range of things that I believe a share trader should have or they should be to be calling themselves a share trader. I found that the majority of people weren't share traders at all. They were actually just um, individuals that bought and sold a few shares without really any rhyme or reason or any really real strategy. So I thought with this podcast I'd actually go through some of the areas that I thought were essential for share traders. And I've always said to, to me, a trader, you're not a trader, uh, well, it takes two to five years to become a share trader or a trader, whether it's shares, options, warrants, futures, currencies, commodities. But it does take you two to five years and it's not something you can really shortcut. Because to me, you're not a share trader unless you've been through bull bear and sideways markets. And a lot of people you know, start out in a bull market like we had in 2003 and traded for a couple of years, said they were a trader. And when the bear market resulted, they got slammed. Um, and to me, that's not a share trader. You need to be through all different market conditions and have rules and tools and strategies. But the three P's to share trading are planning, process, and psychology. And I thought I'd simplify it down to those three areas. Obviously, the underlying theme under all of this is education and understanding what planning is and understanding what process is and understanding what psychology is. But more so, not just what the concept is, but how to do them properly. And because we do need skills, we also need strategies in the share market to be able to be doing that successfully, not just for three months or six months. And as I said, I've met so many traders over the years that have been trading for 12 months or uh, sometimes 18 months or two years or even longer, and they're trading all sorts of things with not a lot of knowledge. And in most cases, when I say to them, look, I'll see what you're like in another year's time when you've gone through a different market condition. And the majority of times I find out that the traders lost a lot of money because with, especially with guys, because what we get is most of the people wanting to trade are generally guys, and generally we overestimate how good we are, our skill level and our knowledge level. So we think we've got more knowledge than what we actually have, and we think our skills are much higher than what we've already, than what we actually do have. And it's not until somebody who's a good trader comes along and says, well, hang on, you don't really know this, and you can't really apply it. And, and I can give you story after story of somebody, I said to them, you know, do you know technical analysis? And they say, yes. And then when I ask them what it is, they can't even explain really what even technical analysis is. And they don't even understand some of the words of some of the tools or the techniques that we use or they even use for themselves. So they don't even understand the process properly or what they're doing. So to me, it's, it's really, really understanding that education is totally the key to everything in the share market because I often say to people, would you go to a brain surgeon that's just read a book or gone to a weekend workshop? The answer's got to be no. Would you go to an accountant that's just done the same thing or a financial planner, or a solicitor, or, or any professional in the marketplace that you want to build your house with. You know, would you go to a builder that's got a hammer and a screwdriver and said, yeah, mate, no problem. Done a weekend workshop last week, I know how to build a house. You wouldn't. But people often think they be, can become a share trader just with uh, a little bit of understanding, or they picked up a book, or they've attended a weekend workshop, and says, yeah, now I'm a trader. But really what they are is, is they've gone to 
read a book, as I said, or gone to a seminar, but really they've got like a gun, they've loaded the bullets in it, stuck it to the head and start pulling. And eventually one of those bullets is going to fire off and it's going to kill them. And that's what happens a lot of times is that they're playing Russian roulette with themselves because it is impossible to understand what I do in a weekend workshop or just getting it out of one or two or three or four books. It is a process. Doing it that way is really the slow way. Like buying lots of books is really the slow way. And the majority of people I see that just want to read books and try and do the trial and error method take more than five years to actually learn how to become a share trader. And in that time, they lose lots of money because they have lots of losses because they don't really understand what they're doing. They don't understand the concepts in the book to, to some degree. They might think they do. As I said, they overestimate what they know. But they also, as they're trying it on the market, they, they take things out of context all the time. They use the wrong rules or wrong tools in the wrong markets and therefore cost them money in losses. And that's really what concerns me a hell of a lot. And as, as we, I was reading Choice Magazine last week. I was reading an article about wealth creation seminars and options uh, educators. And I did write about that in my stock report last Friday about how these people are promoting all the riches and the get rich quick and how you can make thousands of percent just uh, by following their little strategy or, you know, with a bit of a computer program, come up with these trades and actually make money. And it's simply not the case. It, it really isn't the case. And to me, the ones that market the most and have the biggest ads and the B&Ws, Beaches and Babes and on their brochures generally also have the highest um, or the, the higher pressure sales to go back with that. But at the end of the day, it's looking at your process and saying, okay, well, what is, what do I want to achieve? How do I want to do it? And it's all about planning process and psychology. As I said, the three Ps to becoming a share trader. And I will cover those three areas in depth, but I'll probably do that on a, a second part to this podcast where we can go into those each one of those three areas so that you can understand what I'm really, really talking about. But the major thing I ask when somebody says to me they're a share trader, I go, okay, what's your win-loss ratio? What's your profit-loss ratio? Do you have a trading plan? Do you have money management? Do you use stop losses? And 90% of the time I get no on all of those. And to me, if that's you, then you're not a share trader in my book. You're still on a scale of one to 10. Me being a share trader, you would be one or even a minus one. And, and that's really where I find people overestimate what they do. And once they start going through our course, I actually realize how dangerous they, they were on the market with no knowledge. And that's one of the things I, we feedback we get quite regularly with people who start our courses is that they go, wow, I really didn't realize how high risk I was. And that's how the majority of people trade the market. I was chatting yesterday with a gentleman who's been a futures broker for two decades or three decades since sort of the early 1980s. He's been a futures broker, uh, shares options, he's an options expert. And he was saying to me, you know, yesterday he said the average life of a futures trader is measured in weeks or months, not in years. The average futures trader lasts maximum of seven months because they're uneducated and yet futures CFDs are a form of futures contract and everybody else is going out there trying to trade CFDs, which is that new hot flavor of the month type way to make money. And then you get the educator saying, we'll teach you how to trade CFDs. You don't need much knowledge. Just come to our weekend workshop. And it's the same with the CFD market is the average life of a CFD trader is measured in weeks and months. And most of them would be broke within nine months. And it's the same with options. And, you know, the, the, the people go broke between three and nine months because they're learning the wrong way and as I said it all gets back to the three P's planning process psychology if you understand how to plan to actually trade and become the trader you have a process that actually takes you through and that process is based on probability that every time I trade with these plan that I've got that I'm going to win six out of ten seven out of ten eight out of ten nine out of ten but I also know what I'm going to do if the trade turns against me how am I going to manage it as I go through it 
And how am I going to manage my psychology? What is my psychology? What areas of my psychology should I be looking at? How do I improve my psychology? How do I control that so that I can actually trade properly? Because the first two parts of my, the first two Ps, planning and process, are about 20% of the whole trading. Psychology is about 80% of your trading. I've met people that are really, really good analysts. They're brilliant analysts, but they're really bad traders because their psychology is such that they can't trade. They get frozen in analysis. But then I get others who aren't necessarily as good as the planning and the process, but their psychology is great. And they go out and trade and they're really good. So they're really good traders, but really average analysts. So what's the best mix? And to me, it's a mix of both. You need to be a good analyst, but you also need to be a good trader. So you need to understand and be able to manage that psychology. But you also need to understand and work your plans and your process and make sure you're highly educated. I said, I'll, I'll leave the general concept with you right now with about what, what you need to become a share trader. And in my next podcast, I'll actually go into detail what the planning process is. To me, as I said, always the key is education for yourself uh, and don't be afraid to ask lots of questions and, and get that help that you might need because all too often people say to me, oh, it's too expensive to get educated, but then ignorance is far more expensive and in over the last two years I've seen people losing tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars because they didn't even put some, a little bit of effort into educating themselves on how to do it better. Don't make the same mistake in the next two, three, four years. And when we do move back into a bull market, those who are educated are going to be much more agile enough to understand when it's starting to become bull, bullish and get in and profit more than anybody else. As I said, next, in our next podcast, I'm going to talk about planning process and psychology. I'll leave you with that for the moment. Um, I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within, and you've been listening to Talking Wealth. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 Share Trade.